Hey, Danelle. Hey, Richard. We're back hosting You, Me, and CBD. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode where we learn about CBD. Season 1, Episode 7, the one where we talk about how to talk to your doctor. Well, we're all here back today, and I'd love to introduce everybody to you, and they are raring to go. One just did a big cheerleader jump. All right, they're back. Uh, I'm here with Richard. Hi, Richard. I like the cartwheel that Blake just did. Yes. I don't cartwheel. Well, everybody, that's Blake Smith. He's our chemist. Who else is here? Oh, there's Jeff Dunn over there. He's a pharmacist. And not to mention Doug Burgoyne, also pharmacist. And I want it clear that it was Doug that did the cartwheel. Right. Doug did, all the change fell out of his pockets. I'm going to go pick it up. Hold on a minute. It's a pretty killer cartwheel, though, wasn't it? Come on. <laughs> Just kidding. None of us can get off the couch. <laughs> How do you suggest we talk to our doctors? I mean, I've been in the situation where uh, I'm with my elderly parent or otherwise, and they, they uh, aren't doing so hot, and I'm with the doctor, and the doctor's not making any recommendations specifically um, about CBD, you know, what do you, what do you recommend you guys? You know, I think there's, there's a lot there about trying to have a conversation with a professional uh, about something that is like CBD. What will he say? How do, how will he view you? Does he think you're, you know, you're out there on the fringes or whatever, or, or does he think that there is something there associated with CBD? And I, I, I think it's a great question that we need to, we need to, be willing and uh, knowing that we have to ask. We have to ask those. We have to ask these types of questions to our doctors, right? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. And, and on a previous uh, podcast, we talked about that. That there is still a myth that uh, CBD is a little fringe. Uh, that it's not legitimate. Uh, it is legitimate, and we're trying to help that. And part of what we're trying to do is educate physicians. Uh, it 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 is a, it is a drug. It has clinical benefit. Uh, it does not have a ton of side effects. We'll talk a little bit about that. It does potentially have some drug interactions with other medications you, you may be taking. And we can talk more about that as well. So you do, you should feel comfortable talking to your physician and, and when typically they will ask what medications you're on, you should probably list CBD as one of those medications. You're not going to get in trouble. The physician's not going to think any less of you. You know, again, the, 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 the science is, is definitely behind the use of CBD. Part of the challenge, though, is that some physicians may not have all the answers about what CBD is yet, and that I think is another potential issue that you're going to you may run into. So there are pharmacists like us as well. So you know whether it's a pharmacist or a physician, uh, there are resources out there that you can find to talk to about CBD. But it should be brought up, and don't feel don't feel embarrassed about it. I think that's one of the one of the most frequently asked questions we get. Um, into the store or when someone comes in for the first time, they'll say, I spoke to my doctor and they said, boy, I don't really, I don't really know that much about it. Why don't you try it and see if it works and then come back and tell me, uh, you know, which is pretty open-minded, I guess. Uh, but at the same time, it would be amazing if physicians knew a little bit more and could counsel their patients a little bit better on uh, the products that are out there. So, uh, since doctors uh, are still catching up, we're glad that we're around. 
that uh, we've got uh, good guys like you, Jeff and Blake, and that we can teach people about it. But what's the best way for someone to bring up CBD with their doctor? It well. I think it starts with... Uh, with, just, hey, doc, t- and I've got some pain. Yeah. It's, it's uh, we've tried all these other things. Do you think CBD would work? Um, and see what they say. Yeah. Uh, or uh, you could go into the doctor and say, or any prescription. It's not just a physician, right? Uh, it could be a nurse practitioner or a physician assistant. Uh, but you go in and you say something like, hmm, I've got this. I'm feeling really anxious, and I'd like to try something that's not going to make me sick or have really bad side effects. Do you think CBD might work? Uh, or I've read about CBD yeah. having pretty good effects for sleep. What do you think, doctor? And that's a pretty natural way to start a conversation. Absolutely. Ask about uh, the potential use and role of, of CBD in, in your particular situation. But again, I think every single time that you go into a, to a healthcare provider's uh, office, they ask for a medication list. So if you're on CBD... Uh, then you should mention that you're on CBD. If you're not, then like Doug said, I think that's an opportunity to potentially ask your physician about it being a, a potential alternative for you. So uh, do you think physicians are a little leery about introducing CBD yeah. because they actually know that the patient has information about what's in that drug versus any brand name drug that they could come up with and say, you should just use this drug. They don't have to explain what's in it. They don't have to explain. Uh, they'll explain the benefit, but they won't necessarily give me all the rundown on what's actually in the drug. Does that make sense? Well, <clears throat> most doctors where they derive a lot of their information is they can go back to source material and look at the studies about what drugs are doing what things. And because we've, we've talked about this before, there's, there is absolute facts out there about, you know, CBD being efficacious, but there's not tons of like clinical studies. And so where are they going to get their source material? And so one of the things I think is most interesting and most doctors I talk to are like uh, willing to have their patients try CBD. Whereas like, when was the last time a doctor was like, you know, I think you should take up smoking. Right. <laughs> or, you know, or I think more soda is probably, you know, the cure for you. Oh, it, I've been asking my doctor about that for a long right? time. Um, I, I just find it fascinating that doctors are pretty willing to um, have patients try CBD for a whole lot of different things. They don't know a lot about it, but they feel strong enough about it that they're willing to say it's safe enough to try for all kinds of other conditions. Right. And, and that's really kind of interesting and unique. Um, and one of the reasons for that is because doctors don't know much about CBD, typically speaking. But what they do know is there's one really good study out there that shows that, that when they tried to do toxicity with CBD, they couldn't find upper limits of toxic dosing, which means that. You know, normally as you go through a pharmaceutical trial, you'll start doing toxicity studies and eventually you'll tox out, you know, various animals or so forth and then you'll have a lethal dose. They were not able to find that with CBD. And so... Thank heavens. Well, right. (laughs) But what that means is, you know, even if you were to take a whole tincture bottle and drink the whole thing, other than probably having really bad gastrointestinal issues from all that oil, um, Uh, you can't really 
overdose to the point of having your liver shut down or, you know, your, your, your brain having a toxic event and you're stroking out or something along those lines. So doctors, I think generally are willing to, to try, let you try it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really great. Uh, which, which I think is a recognition of the, the general safety of the product. That's right. Um, and the fact that, that, uh, a lot of people are talking about it. So it's not something that someone should be ashamed to and bring up. In some up cases, you know, for pain, it may be a, a good option relative to some other things that can be much more dangerous. That's right. But those types of decisions all have to be done in collaboration with the with the provider or physician. So if I'm going in for a, a physical, um, do a blood test. Is it going to show up on a blood test? If they test for it. Um, so th there's different types of blood tests. If they do a broad panel that looks for, uh, a whole different slew of cannabinoids and so forth. Um, but they'd have to be looking for cannabinoids specifically. They would have to be looking for cannabinoids. So if you go in and just get your average, panel, you know, cholesterol yeah. test and blood sugar and everything else, it's not going to show up. But I agree with Jeff. Like anytime you're going to engage in something for your health, you should be having a discussion with your physician and your pharmacist and everyone who's engaged, like th this is the whole health team idea, right? Absolutely. So you have a whole team of people who are interested in your well-being and your health. And even if you were engaged in taking other materials, you should probably reveal right. that to your doctor too. That's true. Uh, you should always be upfront and honest with your doctor. And, and I think it's a good measure of how involved your doctor is with you if they're open and willing to yeah, listen to It's not to their job things. to be judgy. It's, it's their, not job. their job. It's their yeah. job to evaluate your condition and hopefully find a solution that is going That's to right. make you feel better. So this is not an embarrassing topic. This is a legitimate drug, but it is a drug. So you've mentioned how safe it is uh, in full transparency. It should be pointed out that it does have some drug interactions. Yep. So that is another reason why you should talk to your doctor and pharmacist about this. So that, that it's being monitored again, it's pretty safe, uh, but it's just, it's a consideration. It's, it's, you know, it's not something that you should hide. That's right. So, just to follow up again a little bit, if if you if some of the products have a small percentage of THC in it, yes. Um, if it, it's it's legal, it's under state limits. It's 03 percent, correct? And national and national standards, right? That's correct. So would that show up in any type of a of blood test or something that would would be there? Only if they're looking for it. Uh, but if they are looking for it. And if, and if there's, so let's say you're applying for a new job uh, and uh, your employer or potential employer does a drug screen uh, to see if, uh, you know, you're safe to drive or safe to operate equipment or whatever it is, or just, just mandated that they have that, then depending on how much of the product they've used, even if there is just the 0.3% THC or less, even if there's that much in the, in the bottle, uh, if the person has taken a lot of it, like Blake was saying, you know, if they drank the whole bottle, it's going to show up because that ends up being a fair amount of THC. But if you're using just the 25 milligrams or the small dose that is generally recommended, um, then it comes down, I think, to the sensitivity of the test uh, that's being performed. Right. And, and this is actually relating back to doctors. This is an important distinction. You can find... CBD products that are THC free, which means that they are below a level of detection, uh, whatever lab is, is analyzing it. And so you can get true tea free products. Um, 
one of the reasons why that may be useful is if you have a job that has a zero tolerance policy for any THC or anything. Um, I think there needs to be a, a kind of a revolution in, in the job market where people go back and look at their HR policies. I think they need to think about this because nationally it is legal for somebody to take something that is hemp compliant. And if your drug policies at your company don't meet that, I think drug policies need to be analyzed. That's a whole nother topic. But having said that, um, well, if you can get T-free, why would you ever take something that has even hemp-compliant levels of THC? There is data to suggest that low levels of THC help with absorption of other cannabinoids. And so this is a conversation with your doctor. I Should I be taking a broad-spectrum cannabinoid oil that has multiple minor cannabinoids but also has limited amounts of THC that is compliant and is legal – versus a tea-free product. And if a doctor has no way to respond to that, my suggestion would be call us and we'll talk to you and we'll help educate you as to what the benefits are of having a broad spectrum or a phytocannabinoid-rich CBD product versus a THC-free product. And there's yet another reason why you should talk to your doctor about this. And so it's in the chart notes. uh, It's in the physician's notes. That's right. So that... You know, if there's ever any questions about that, couldn't you go back and say, my doctor knows about this, they're prescribing it, or at least not prescribing it, they're, this is part of my therapeutic regimen. So I did have a conversation with a doctor once, and I asked if um, my mom could use uh, CBD. And um, they came back, the doctor uh, came back with, we're concerned that she could have a fungal infection if she uses it. Is there anything to address there, or is that that they had old information and that was a year ago? When I hear things like that, if there's a lack of information in terms of studies out there for um, positively prescribing, there's even less information out there on negative anti-prescribing because of something I heard from somebody that might give me fungus or you know elbow cramps but but you know the point in is really interesting because one of the things it, it comes back to a purity question one of the things that we evaluate when we're demonstrating the purity of our product uh, is that there is no fungus that there are no heavy True. metals uh that the pesticides were not used so it makes me wonder if the physician heard that you know that we test to ensure that there's no fungus in the product um, which is a byproduct of bad growing. Um, yeah. And and uh, and maybe they were confused, and that's why they brought it up. Actually, Doug, that's a really solid point. You, you've changed my opinion a little tiny oh. bit. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, I know, right? Um, so mycotoxins are are a negative toxin that is produced by fungus, um, and, and, and you can get all kinds of different things that if you did not grow properly, you did not extract properly. If you buy cheap, cheap product, if you don't know where your product came from, then theoretically you could get some toxic events associated with, um, the CBD that you buy. But having said that, um, if you can go back and test your material, it shouldn't have any of those effects quality make sure you're buying a quality product quality product so what you're saying is that farmer and chemist products are quality yes all right well next time uh, my mom's in need i will uh, come consult with you and her physician together